Cushing Corner, where Cushing Asset Management provides a timely update on trending topics in the market. Jeff Crumrein, Head of Distribution, will be your host as we explore investment topics each episode with a variety of investment talent here at Cushing. Welcome to the Cushing Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Crumrein. Thank you for joining us. Today, we'll be talking about the natural evolution of the infrastructure space and where we see the space today. Joining us is Saket Kumar, co-CIO of Global Equities and Portfolio Manager here at Cushing. Welcome, Saket. Thanks, Jeff. So, Saket, let's get right into it and talk a bit about what has historically been considered infrastructure investments and and what, what are the characteristics that we have seen back in the day? And then can you describe how that's progressing in this asset class? Absolutely. So typically, infrastructure assets or investments tend to be long-term assets uh, with long-term or long-lived assets, which have a very strong business mode around them. Uh, What they provide the investors with is inflation protection through long-term contracts, through strong and captive pricing. And at the same time, these assets also tend to have low correlation uh, or more secular than cyclical. Historically, infrastructure assets have also been generators of sustainable cash flows, hence sustainable income for investors. And so the infrastructure landscape it looks a bit different today from what, what I've read, from what people are telling us in the marketplace. What are kind of the economic and technical advances that are driving this change? So infrastructure can be divided into two buckets, social infrastructure and economic infrastructure. Economic infrastructure, by the virtue of its definition, are the goods and services without which companies and businesses will cease to operate. Historically, uh, these have been railroads, airports, ports, toll roads, bridges, you name it and utilities, midstream uh, energy companies, or in other words, transportation companies. And they're, they're still a very important part of the infrastructure landscape because you still need all these services for companies and, uh, and businesses to continue to operate in an uninterrupted way. However, what we are seeing today as the world gets more digitized, if mm-hmm. you will, the need for digital assets or digital infrastructure continues to grow. The difference between the growth rate of a traditional infrastructure and digital infrastructure is going to be, the traditional infrastructure is going to keep growing at a steady rate as those asset classes have matured. There are needs of fewer airports today than there was 10 years back. Uh, However, there is need for more data centers today than we needed 10 years back. So there's a difference in the growth rate for these uh, newer infrastructure uh, classes. At the same time, the definition of digital infrastructure is going to evolve over the period of time as the world gets more digitized. Technologies like 5G is going to increase the data usage uh, and hence the need for data infrastructure is going to go up. And that's just the beginning. I mean, there are multiple other technologies that are being considered that could change the uh, landscape of digital infrastructure. 
So, Saket, I want to expand a little bit on what you just were talking about, which is kind of some of the newer parts of infrastructure. And how do you add that to your portfolio? How do you think about that um, without adding additional risk or, or I'll say a risk that isn't normally inherent in infrastructure? How do I think about that? Absolutely. Uh, this is where bottom-up stock picking will be very important because you want to capture the growing definition of infrastructure. At the same time, through the bottom-up analysis, you also have to make sure that these, these businesses, which fall under that digital infrastructure category, are also exhibiting your traditional infrastructure attributes, which will again be a strong business mode around them, high barriers to entry, which will be critical for any business. Uh, for example, if today you, you lose a data center where you're backing all your data, the next day you might not be open for business. So even though a typical data center might not have a 20-year contract, but the switching cost for a data center is very, very high. So these are the attributes, these are the fundamental attributes that you will have to find out in these businesses before you term them as investable infrastructure asset. And we're back with Saket Kumar here at Cushing. Saket, I wanted to talk a little bit more about today's infrastructure investments and what are the benefits of this next generation to the end investor? Absolutely. So in general, what listed infrastructure has brought to investors is lower correlation, lower beta, income, and a great place to be during later cycles just because of the underlying stability of these businesses and less cyclicality in their business models, um, which is a great thing to have in, in, in one's portfolio and should be a core holding. However, what we've seen in the last couple of decades is the growth rates have been coming down within infrastructure asset class. And, and that's very natural. That's a classic progression. We saw uh, the globalization, which led to huge investments in global infrastructure, then we saw U.S. energy infrastructure being built out, which was a which was a growth driver for listed infrastructure. And as these businesses or end markets have matured, they're still growing, but at a lower rate. There is a need for that growth element in infrastructure investing, and that is what we are solving for through the next generation approach to infrastructure investing. So to sum it up, I mean, we've talked about where infrastructure has been, where it's now evolved to. You know, as you think about, uh, in, in my terms, kind of the, the, the investment verticals that you would look at and approach to be able to build out this next generation infrastructure type portfolio, what, what are the verticals that you're focusing in on? Absolutely. So your traditional verticals will still be there which would be energy infrastructure, which will comprise mostly of utilities and midstream energy, and industrial infrastructure, which is mostly transportation infrastructure. However, we have also added the component of technology and communication infrastructure, which today would comprise of data centers, cell towers, and some critical digital uh, infrastructure assets. At the same time, we also want to introduce and focus on sustainable infrastructure. What we mean by that is the infrastructure that is needed today and will be needed for many, many 
decades to come for making the world a better place in terms of solving for water issues, solving for the climate change issues, and what is the necessary infrastructure required for that. Uh, so we are also uh, adding that to infrastructure investing. We hope you have found our update on the new era of infrastructure helpful. Thanks to Saket Kumar for joining us today. We hope you will subscribe to our podcast series, Cushing Corner, and would welcome your feedback on topics you'd like us to cover. The best way to reach us is through our website at www.cushingasset.com or email us at info at I'm Jeff Crumrine, and we are grateful you tuned in today.